All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the Boca Podcast. Uh, I'm, I'm smi- you can probably hear the smile in my voice because sitting, unfortunately not in front of me, but on Zoom in front of me uh, is my longtime friend, Andreka. Andreka, thank you for hanging out with me today. We, we were just like jumping right in the conversation before we even hit the record button, <laughs> which I guess isn't altogether surprising, right? That's just kind of what right. we do. Right. <laughs> Every well, time. <laughs> well, it, it's, I, I appreciate you. I mean, you were very gracious just a second ago. We, I mean, we literally, we just jumped right mm-hmm. into the conversation. We're talking about what you're doing in brand development. And I was, I was like, do you, would you like, would you care? You said, are we recording? And I said, well, would you care if we just like recorded what we're doing? Cause it's very free form. Normally I follow an outline and like some structure and organization and flow. And, um, but at the same time, I think there's actually a lot of value in, the conversation that we are having, if the fact that you're willing to let our listeners kind of just chime, not even chime in, but just kind of sit in the background and listen in on the conversation, I think would be really valuable. Um, just to give a little bit of context, you are a wedding photographer and you're based in two markets, right? Right. You know, it's funny though. I was actually afraid of the outline when you sent it to me. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. The outline made me nervous because yeah. then I have to have right and wrong answers. <laughs> I have to think about things. This is much easier for me. <laughs> and this is good. And we'll, we'll run with it to give a little bit of context to our listeners and kind of break the fourth wall. Usually when I have a guest on, I, I send an outline ahead of time um, so that our guests can think about the direction that we're going in the conversation. <laughs> that outline kind of helps encourage flow, makes it easier for our listeners to, to consume the content, if you will. Um, but yeah, I think there's a lot of value to it. Maybe just kind of go in free form because we were already jumping into a variety of things that, that might be helpful to our listeners. So um, again, just to give some context to our listeners, you're based in two different markets as a wedding photographer. And wedding photography is really what, 90% of what you do? I'd say maybe 80, 80%. Okay, 80%. I'd say 80% weddings, 10, 12% portraits, and then 8, 10, my math isn't great, 8, 10% branding. Okay. But it's kind of constantly shifting a little bit. I'm trying to get things just a little bit more equal, maybe wedding 60% and then a little bit more branding. I love doing branding too, but I don't like to push it. Then I feel like I'm doing too much. Well, and to that point, do you have, is there a reason that you're wanting to shift? If weddings are already generating the majority of your revenue, why not keep that focus and then occasionally shoot the other stuff on the side as you have the opportunity? Well, actually that that's a really good point to bring up because that's the issue, not issue. That's the thing I'm dealing with, with switching markets. So Michigan was my main market for many, 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 many years. And it still is. And we're about to Michigan just for our listeners, Northern Michigan. So I'm based in Petoskey, but I do a lot of work on Mackinac Island, which is another crazy place, as you know, which is a beautiful place (laughs) for those of you listening. And if you haven't been before, you've got to go visit. It is idyllic. It's, it's like an otherworldly almost. As a photographer, it's ridiculous. I'm spoiled there because it doesn't matter how much money you have as a bride, you turn around every corner and it's a gorgeous, high-end, beautiful location. Mm -hmm. So Florida is a fairly new market for me. So, And it's also a big wedding destination, but there's also lots of photographers in where I am, which is like Tampa Bay, St. Pete area. And I mean, I've been here for four years or so, but since I spent summers in Michigan, it's really not full-time. And it's much easier to get portrait sessions and get branding sessions than to start breaking into big weddings here. So that's where the portraits and brandings have really been helping me build my wedding business and get my name out there more and more in Florida. But it's harder because it's just saturated because there are a lot of photographers that have established businesses or what? I think it's saturated. And I think, you know, I have a ton of friends in Florida 
but most of them aren't getting married and they don't know people getting married, but they do have friends who have kids and they do have businesses. So in my network, I mean, I'm definitely getting to know wedding vendors and all that stuff. But as far as weddings, they're just a little bit, they're a little, they're less available as opposed to portraits and branding. Just to give context to our listeners, I mean, this this is supposed to be a, I'm going to put in air quotes, brand position consultation. That was kind of the, the purpose of our conversation today. This is something that you're working on is refining your brand, your brand position. And for those of you listening in, if you don't know what brand position is, very simply, it's the value proposition your business offers to your marketplace, to your local market. Um, ideally, it's a unique value proposition. And there are certain benefits that I've, I've mentioned before in the podcast, just to sum them up, though, very quickly, the four primary benefits of having a clear and distinct brand position. It enables potential clients to immediately know that unique value proposition, especially if you have it prominently displayed on your website um, in conversation or otherwise. Number two, it filters irrelevant potential clients. Three, it simplifies and focuses marketing efforts because now you're focused on one primary message. And then fourth, it encourages better time management. Again, your whole business revolves around that brand position. You know exactly how you should be spending time. You can filter out irrelevant activities or tasks, so it helps with better time management. So those are some benefits. Andreka, it was interesting. I was noticing, and and we'll, we'll kind of get into what you're doing with your website right now and the messaging, the copy, and so forth in a second. But I actually did some just some quick research on the two markets northern michigan markets oh i thought you did research on my website oh, oh no 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 we'll get <laughs> we'll get to your website we'll do, we'll kind of do that that critique live if you will but um the northern michigan I, I just did a google search northern michigan wedding photographer and for those of you listening in do this if you haven't done it yet especially for your local market to create a certain amount of awareness about what other photographers are doing and also the messaging that they may be using on their site so you can position yourself against that create some contrast some distinction um, Northern Michigan wedding photographer, I did the Google search. The first three pages, there were about 22 different businesses that popped up. And um, of those 22, about 15 or so had some type of a brand position-ish. I mean, it, it's an, an emphasis on the ish part because most of these weren't particularly strong or significant. Interestingly enough, though, because you're, you're talking about how Tampa is harder to get into with wedding photography, there were 19. I did the same thing with Tampa Bay wedding photographer, 19 businesses popped up and only nine of those had, again, brand position-ish, a, a rough idea of a brand position. And most of those were as simple as just Tampa wedding photographer, Tampa wedding and engagement photographer. There was, there was no little to no distinction um, there. So, and just actually, let me just read off a few because it's kind of interesting context to the conversation. Uh, Tampa wedding photographer, Tampa photographer, St. Pete wedding photographer, Another one had photography, cinematography. Another one said Tampa wedding photography, creative, unique, and timeless wedding photography. By the way, if you have to state that you're unique, that, that kind of speaks for itself, right? The client should be able to see your work and know. Nonetheless, uh, another one said Tampa wedding photographer. Another one said classic, timeless, romantic weddings. Uh, another one said adventurous wedding photographer located in Tampa. Another one said professional wedding photographer. So these are not extremely unique um, or distinct brand positions. And in some cases, not really even an actual brand position statement other than saying they are a wedding photographer based in Tampa. The northern Michigan side of things, they got a little bit more specific. Um, I mean, this person said full service wedding family aerial and real estate photographer. So now I'm, I'm confused because you're, you're quote unquote specializing in four different kinds of photography. Another one said Midwest and destination photographer for the classic romantic and trace chic. I, that's, <laughs> I, 
I don't even know what to do with that. But I, and, and unfortunately, I'm not sure that many clients would even know what to do with that. What does that actually mean? Especially, you know, we just read another photographer's that said, I think, classic and romantic. Everybody's using these words. It's not creating distinction. Um, joyful photography for happy couples. This is another one that I don't know why this has become a popular thing. And maybe you can tell me, Andrea, do you know why photographers are saying joyful photography for happy couples? Like, what's the opposite of that? Wait, they're, they're unhappy photographers photographing unhappy clients. I don't, I don't understand why that distinction has to be made. Any I ideas? have no idea. <laughs> I do know. I have no idea. I, yeah, I see that's, I like. I don't go happy. I go fun. Well, f- yeah, fun. And you and I were talking about this before we hit the record button. It, it, I think there's a certain amount of value to communicating to the client that you are <laughs> going to help them feel comfortable in front of the camera. In some case, it could be an actual brand position if you're willing to build the whole experience around the idea and your imagery supports it. But I just don't understand why we have to, why photographers feel a need to communicate that they photograph happy clients when at least 98% of the time, I mean, I hope people are going to be happy. It's their wedding day. It seems kind of obvious, right? So it doesn't really create distinction. So I say all this and there are others, but really not worth reading most of them. You you don't have a lot of competition when it comes to a clear and distinct brand position or brand message, which is kind of cool. It gives you, I mean, the, the world is your oyster, if you will. You have the ability to be able to create something here that could stand out without a whole lot of effort um, because the competition, at least when it comes to messaging, isn't that significant. What are your thoughts hearing some of those, by the way? I would have totally guessed a lot, especially for Tampa and yeah. St. Pete area, because I know so many really strong business minded photographers, mm. I would have expected a lot more to show up that said. And I think this might be too, is people are focusing on their brand and what things look like and things being pretty mm-hmm. more than they're focusing on their SEO, which I don't know if I mentioned this earlier before we got on, but thanks to you. And your blog post in our conversation two years ago, I have Karen from Photo SEO working with me. And so she is all about the SEO. One thing that's interesting I've come to realize is as business people, where especially once you turn your photography business into a business and not just an artist's field, mm. we are... Go, go, go talk to a copywriter and use a copywriter. And the copywriter is like, yes, this is everything. You have to make sure your words are important and they say what they are. But then you go to an SEO person who's like, no, don't do the copywriting. Use the SEO because statistically speaking, you want people to show up at the top. So like you're constantly told all of the people and the professionals and the experts are telling you their niche. I was using a business coach who was all about automation. No, it's all about automation. So I think we're here to funnel and try to figure out what goes where and when. So I have a feeling that a lot of those business people in Tampa are using a lot of amazing words and they're using great copywriters, but they're probably not SEOing it. So they're not showing up on the list that you're saying. Well, Maybe. And, and I want to create some distinction for our listeners too. There is SEO is one thing, right? That they're, they're we are utilizing a lot of great copy, descriptive words that are relevant to our target market, um, to the searches that they may be um, attempting. There, there is significant value to that, but there is there is a quite a bit of a difference too between what we're talking about and brand position statement, which is just a few words, a phrase, maybe a sentence, um, in order to immediately create distinction in the mind of the potential client when they land on your website. 
Um, so I just want to make sure that there is distinction in, in our conversation between those two things. SEO is extremely valuable. Yeah. And, and, and by the way, the, the so-called benefit that we get from SEO at Photographer's Edit, for example, is you know probably 90% of it, much of it anyway, is in our blog, which is certainly not on the homepage. We have tons and tons of copy from the various ep- podcast episode posts, the show notes and so forth, um, where we're going to get a lot of benefit SEO-wise that's not on the homepage. But I just want to make sure there is some distinction. SEO is important. Um, the copy that we write or have a copywriter write for us are gonna, is going to play or can play a significant role in SEO. Having a professional coming along like like Karen who can help us out, also important. Um, but when we're talking about brand position, I'm not so much writing uh, or encouraging photographers to write a position statement for the sake of SEO as much as right. just making sure that a potential client knows very clearly, very simply what you represent and how that's different than anybody else. That's why I'm kind of excited that I'm doing this call with you this morning. And then I'm doing a call with Karen this afternoon mm. is I, I think, you know, I was trying to balance the two of SEO and copy, Yeah. but I knew I needed my position statement, mission statement, whatever, what we're talking about. What was that word again? <laughs> position statement, actually. And, position and- statement, right. So I feel like the position statement is the peak and the things go from there because one sentence can say so much. And that's what I'm so not good at is clearly I write like 27 sentences. <laughs> uh, but like one sentence, I don't have to worry about the SEO in one sentence, but it can be really powerful. And that's the one thing I'm having a hard time wrapping my brain around. But then from there can trickle down all the other aspects. Well, and it should. It should trickle down, right? You have that right. position statement, which essentially represents what your brand is all about. Like we said earlier, and even focuses your marketing efforts, your time management, everything. This is everything's going to trickle down from this, including the copy that you or your copywriter writes for the, the website. SEO, I mean, the copy for the sake of SEO can be built into the site in, in various ways. But yes, the messaging should dictate then the copy for the rest of the site. The copy should be a reflection of of that position statement. You did mention mission statement, position statement. There is a difference even there. Um, and man, I, I keep I keep wanting to talk about this, and I forget the, the the author of this blog article that I that I read. But the distinction that he made between a mission statement and a position statement is that a, a mission statement is for us, or it's for our team. This is the okay. kind of underlying driving uh, motivation for us doing what we do. I mean, personally in life as a business, you know, how are we ultimately adding value to the potential client uh, on maybe a deeper level, but the mission statements for us, it's for our team. It's for internal communication. It's, it's, it's what drives us on a deeper level so that it minimizes burnout. We, we get up excited every day to go do this thing that we do as photographers. That's our mission statement. The position statement is for the client. And again, it's so that they land on the site and in two, three seconds, they know exactly what our brand represents and why that's different than anybody else or how it's different. In fact, they'll just know it's different because they're not seeing that message anywhere else. Uh, hopefully we actually created something that was distinct, that was unique. So I did And want- that's exactly what I've always had a hard time distinguishing it between. Like, mm. I actually think the sentence that we were talking about earlier is probably more my mission statement than my position statement. Interesting. Well, I, let me let me actually pull up this quote here as we're talking, because this will probably make it a little bit more, I guess, relevant or specific. But uh, this is this particular author, his name is Jason Brewer. So there's the name, but he says they don't care about your grand vision for the world unless that vision somehow improves their life or their bank account. 
and we'll link to this this um, this particular article in the show notes. But it's funny as photographers, we get so excited about things that are important to us, and then we feel like we somehow need to put that on our website and communicate that to the client. The client doesn't really care in the end because it doesn't. It's not relevant, actually relevant to what they're wanting, which is in this case, maybe a wedding photographer who is available in St. Pete or in Tampa and has this particular approach to doing business or this particular photographic style, whatever it is. That's what they're actually looking for. They don't care about our life story in the in the scheme of things. Um, you said something before we started recording, which is that photographers, it does actually matter. They do want to connect with our personality. And I don't want to minimize the significance of that, especially for somebody like yourself who's so warm and friendly and kind and wants to connect. But we have to remember what's going to happen in the first five seconds. They don't need to know our life story in the first five seconds. They need to know how, what our brand represents and how that's different from anybody else. That's what we need to be focusing on with the brand position. And then it can kind of trickle down from there. So, you know, it's interesting. You talking about that again made me realize why. So last night, late, like two in the morning, I was working, <laughs> I was working on the copy okay. and a couple days ago, on my front porch, my whole big trip to the front porch from the living room to the front porch, the big trip for the day. I was sitting there like, okay, I need to write my copy. Who am I? What am I? My about me page. I need to bullet point it. And that's when I was coming up with all these funny things that I thought I was so funny about and like things that I really (laughs) believe are me. Yeah. And I was like, oh, these are all fun. These are all very much me. And then last night when I was going back through and taking them off my post-it note, Onto my computer. You're in your post-it notes, yes. I know. They did start giving me anxiety this week, though. <laughs> I think I'm done. I think I'm done with post-it notes. So I was sitting on tonight. Last night, I was typing it up, and something didn't feel right. I was like, "What is not right with these?" I was so liking them when I was sitting on the porch writing them in the sunshine, and now I'm sitting there typing them. Like something's not right, and I think that's what it is. I have to think about. And you just shifted my mindset from my about page. I have to not think about who am I. I have to think about who am I that my client wants to hear? Like, do they want to know that I'm, I mean, and I don't know about this one either. This is one I would question because it's very important to me, but like, do they want to know that I'm the daughter of two Slovenian immigrants and that's why my name is Andreka? Or should that just be something aside? But do they want to know that I've traveled the world. I love destinations. This is why I love to do destination weddings and make people feel comfortable in them. That feeds them. Yeah, that, that's going to be more relevant potentially to their decision-making process as to whether or not they hire you a destination photographer. They know that you have experience. So this adds value to their so considerations. It's me and them. So that's what I realized now. It's like the bullet points I put under me needs to not just be about like a five-star dive bar kind of girl who goes to a high-end hotel, but then also goes to a dive bar. <laughs> I mean, that's... and seeing By that's, the way, that's on my dating profile. Okay. <laughs> Well, and that's cute and that's fun. But again, there's a, there's quite a bit of a distinction between what we think is fun and cute. And in fact, what we might say to fellow photographers or clients, I'd say that to clients potentially in conversation, you know, after you met the first couple of times, right. But it's the, the question is the client has limited time. They have limited attention. How are we going to a create distinction in their mind and b communicate the value that we add to their lives whatever they need that they have, wedding photography, portrait photography, or otherwise, in as quick a way as possible. And then there's, there's absolutely opportunity. I mean, I hope that everybody listening in knows at this point, I love relationships and conversation. I, I mean, I thrive on it. But 
I just know also that people don't, they just don't care that much in those first few seconds. They want to know how we're going to make their lives better. And, and Donald Miller talks about this in that, that's, that book, Building a Story Brand. He's like, we should make the, the client the hero of their story. Stop trying to make us, the photographer, the hero of the story. Let's make the client the hero of their story. And that's what we need to be focused on. So the, the position statement needs to speak to how we add value to their lives in a unique way. And the copy ultimately needs to be centered around how we make their lives better as well. And I think that's a great place to start. I feel like I, you just blew my mind off my about page. <laughs> well, you know what? Let's, do you mind sharing your, your screen? We were sharing screen earlier and you were showing me some of that copy that you were writing because I think this is helpful for our listeners too to consider is the information we're putting in on our about page actually helpful to the client or not? Or is this more just a fun opportunity for, for me to journal about myself? <laughs> <laughs> so my, you want me to pull up the copy? If you don't mind, yeah, that'd be great. Nope. What's great about this this copy, and I was saying to Andrenka earlier, she was actually writing in a bullet point format. Sometimes you go to photographers' websites and you just see like this paragraphs of text. And I was telling Andrenka earlier, I, I kind of tend to play dumb, right? I want to, I, I want to uh, maybe, dumb, maybe not the, the right word, just be the most difficult or complicated or least simple potential client possible. Uh, the person who has the least amount of attention, who has the least amount of time. And then I'm going to look at the potential site design, the copy, et cetera, from that perspective. And if I was, if I was going to see this information that Andreka currently has pulled up on the screen in like paragraph form, like a lot of photographers do on their about page, sometimes even on their homepage, my eyes would just blur, right? All this text is running together. So one of the things she did that I think is great was she just created quick little bullet point, well, bullet points about herself. Like, for example, she pointed out, my name, Andreka, is Slovenian. I'm the daughter of two Slovenian immigrants who may have the most movie-worthy love story on the planet. Really cute and kind of leaves me curious. But as we were talking about Andreka, does that actually ultimately make the client the hero of their own story? No, this is absolutely irrelevant. Now, this is something that could be really fun in conversation later on. And I don't think it's necessarily taking away from the client's experience having this on a separate about page. But some photographers kind of build this stuff into the homepage and take up very valuable space and the client's time with this. And I I don't think it actually helps them convert more quickly in many cases. Um, You talk about being a Libra, Capricorn, um, five-star dive bar kind of person, introverted extrovert, Uh, love to travel. My friends call me a gypsy photographer. I want to be a champion for travel to encourage and help people overcome fears of worlds unknown to help people feel comfortable in their adventures. I mean, that right there is probably the most valuable that. And then I guess the the line right after that, ultimately my goal in, in life is to make people feel good, whether it's a smile, hug, or a super cheesy joke. Those two things are much more relevant to the client, uh, as you are a destination photographer So you know that they're going to be traveling to the location in which you photograph. You want to help them feel comfortable in front of the camera, help them feel comfortable in the location that they've traveled to to get married. This is much more relevant to adding value to the client's life as a destination wedding photographer. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Yeah. The other stuff can come up in conversation later. And again, I, I, I don't want people to think I'm going to extremes here. It's, it's not that the relationship's not important. There's opportunity for that later. Right now, though, we need to get their attention in as short amount of time as possible and speak to whatever mo- might be most valuable to them. Yeah, it I, helped I, a lot. I see the wheels turning. What are you thinking? Well, no, I'm just trying to think of other things in which this would work besides the travel. Like I started thinking about, you know, I shoot a lot in northern Michigan, so I can say, something about my attachment to Northern Michigan, but somehow relate it to 
what I can offer them. Yeah. And I would just, I'm, I know I'm playing hardball here, but I would just push back and say, instead of talking about your attachment to Michigan, because again, I'm going to play extreme here and be the cynic. I, nobody cares about your attachment to Michigan. They want to know how you're going to make their life better. So how can you tie in your love for Michigan, um, especially if this client is getting married in Northern Michigan to that copy? Uh, that that would be uh, anything you can do to shift the copy in the direction of making the client's life better. Again, to borrow Donald Miller's uh, phrase, making the client the hero of their own story and tie it to Michigan and your understanding, your experience um, in Michigan. That would be the direction to go versus saying, I like this or I want to be this or I do this because now it's, we're making it about us again. And I think that hurts, potentially hurts the, the client's experience or at least their interest in having us photograph them. That's really hard to do on an about page when it's supposed to be about you, but really make it about them. So, which maybe begs the question, are the about pages that valuable? Now, I, I know that, that plenty, there are plenty of people. It's, it's not that there aren't any potential clients who aren't interested in the personal side of things. You even spoke to this. You, didn't you say that you go to websites and you look at, at these websites and you want to see? Oh, instantly. Okay. Anyone I use, I go to the about page. I want to know about who, especially since, you know, in an in, a small business industry and where our world is going, most of the companies we use are run by people. And I want to know the person behind, I want to know the person behind the brand. Yeah. I want to know. Who are you? Where are you? Do I relate to you? All the things. Well, I, I think, yeah, and this is, of course, m- some of this will be subjective ultimately. I think having an about page, it doesn't take away because they can choose to go there or not right. to go there. Um, I'm more concerned about what's on the homepage of, of the website. But if you're going to have an about page, keeping it simple to the point, sure, a couple of things about you, what you love making it bullet pointed. So it creates some distinct, some separation in the text. So you're not reading through paragraphs of information and then, you know, speaking to how you can add value to their life because of these personal experiences or because of these personal tendencies, maybe that's kind of a happy medium. Yeah. And that's why I think on the, should I go to my website for a second there? When I go to this part, that first part, again, this is too much text. And like I said earlier, this is just literally brought over from my old site. Well, and before you continue on, Drake, just to give our, our listeners, because most of uh, most of our listeners are only going to hear the audio of this. So I'm going to have to give kind of color commentary oh. for, the, for the visual element yeah, here. Yeah. Um, so Andreka has a, a website live currently. She's in the process of redoing that along with her brand message and, um, and of course, the content on the site itself. So what I'm looking at right now is the the not live, the, the staged version of uh, the potential website that is coming. And I mean, I, I was making notes earlier. Right now, on the home, we're on the homepage of the site. You have navigation on the, the logo, and then the navigation, then there's a header image, and then the position statement, and then there's the about text. Uh, I'm calling it about text, I guess, that's yeah. right underneath. Is that right? Yes. Yep. And then the about text, I guess that's where that's where I'm hoping today with the positioning statement is the that's where I want about Andreka photography. So the about is about I'm about Andreka, but this part is about what Andreka photography can do for you. Interesting. Okay. So just to give context for everybody, I'm just gonna can I read this out loud, Andreka? Yeah, it's fine. You can read it out loud. It's just this is the old stuff that I feel like definitely needs to be tweaked and smaller and 
There's certain things about it I don't like that I'd like to change. But yeah, read it out loud. So it just says, in today's world of photography, almost anyone can capture one or two beautiful photos, but that isn't enough. You need a photographer who takes the time to understand who you are, what you want, what your style. Uh, I customize everything to you, not just your photography package, but the look of your photos as well. My goal is to make the camera the last thing you stress about. The best photos are created when you're relaxed, having fun, and letting me capture who you are in a beautiful, natural way. I totally understand the fears of being in front of a camera and what every client faces when hunting for the perfect photographer. Ultimately, I want to help my people be stress-free, comfortable, and relaxed so they can be present, have fun, and enjoy the moments around them. Smile, Andreka. And then there's a link to, to the About Me section um, that we were kind of looking through earlier. So you're saying you want to take this and distill it down something much simpler? Something much simpler. Um, what I've come to realize with like my ideal client and who I'm trying to reach are I realize that I'm, I'm reaching out to destination brides who are doing. So when you say destination weddings and destination photographers, you assume most people assume, and it's what the societal definition has come to mean that destination photographer means the photographer travels all over the world. Right. And I think we talked about this when I saw you at the conference in Vegas, what I've come to realize is that, what's the common denominator between all of my couples and they are most of them clients who are coming from someplace else to where I am. Like I shoot in a destination location, even in Florida, the couples that I've been getting that have been hiring me have been people not from Tampa and St. Pete. And there are Tampa St. Pete people who get married here, but I get the people who live in Atlanta or the people who live in Texas or the people who live in Michigan like they're the ones coming down here. So there's something about what I'm putting out there and what I like. I like that. I like to be the person who can show you around, make you feel comfortable, be in a new location. And that's the same in Michigan. People who are in Michigan, the people who are getting married that are my clients aren't people who live in Northern Michigan. They're usually the people who are coming from Detroit, Chicago, LA, New York, and coming up there. Okay. So destination it's really a destination for the client. It's not like you're saying, not a destination. You're not a destination photographer in that more traditional sense. Right. And then I do that as well, but it's more the Michigan, Florida people are not. So it's kind of this weird thing to try to wrap your brain around. And when I read this, this is very much at the core of who I am as a photographer, but I know the whole aspect of the destination that's niching down more isn't represented in the stuff. You know what I'm saying? In, in all of the copy that we were just reading? In the copy, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think you the things that, that it took two paragraphs to say really could have been summed up in that last sentence almost. I want to help my people. I don't know if I would say my people, but no, yeah. I want to help you feel comfortable and relaxed in front of the camera. I mean, it, right. that sentence right there essentially sums up what it took two paragraphs to, to say. And that's an example of how really you can distill, simplify, and ultimately take up less time for your client, they get the message without having to comb through paragraphs of text. And that's where I wonder if that is more. So what that sentence doesn't say is anything about destination or travel or that aspect. So, which is why I wonder if that is more the mission statement or my position statement. Well, so I'm curious, and I know we talked about the idea of destination photography in the context that, that you just described. The clients are coming to you at a location they are not familiar with, so it's a destination for them. Do you actually need to say destination at all? 
Well, I think it would help with SEO. Potentially, although I think in most cases, destination photography, like you were saying, is is suggesting that you as the, the photographer are going somewhere else. They're coming to you. So when they search for a wedding photographer in northern Michigan or they search for a wedding photographer in Tampa Bay, Florida, they're they're not looking for a destination photographer there. They're just looking for a wedding photographer in northern Michigan or a wedding photographer in Tampa Bay. I guess I looked at it as more of they're searching for Florida destination weddings. The general... If they were looking for a location to get married, that might make more sense. But if they're looking for a photographer in that location, they're right. not—they're probably not going to include the word destination in the search. That might actually kind of confuse the process. So I wonder if—I wonder if we need to move away from from that word destination altogether. What what you're focused on is helping them feel comfortable in the Northern Michigan environment or in Tampa or St. Pete when they come to get married there. Um, you have right now that kind of a tentative position statement that says making your elegant destination wedding feel like home, which is, is an interesting idea. But and I guess for them, it is a destination wedding. So it's not it's not uh, inaccurate, per se. But the focus is ultimately in helping them feel comfortable. Correct. Right. But yeah, that and that's the thing is I'm trying to figure out how to blend together this. So I think so the way I came up with that last statement as I went through all of my testimonials over the last many, many years, and then I sent out a message to like all my family, a lot of family and friends. And I said, okay. And I think I heard this from one of the things on the lines and the copywriter. I think it was green chairs does a download for it. Who's a great copywriter for photographers. And she has some great podcasts out. So I did, I went through and I highlighted all the words and I saw what words, what adjectives were common. And then I went out to my family and I said, why do you like me? Hmm. <laughs> tell me, tell me the, use adjectives of why you like me. And it was interesting because I got a lot of the same ones. Fun. Apparently I'm funny too. Did you know this? <laughs> you are pretty funny. I, I didn't actually realize I was funny. I mean, I know I'm fun to laugh at, but I didn't consider myself funny, but a lot of people put funny, <laughs> fun. Um, a stress reliever, calming, relax, it, relax, comfortable, all kind of blended into one and above and beyond, like going above and beyond all the things. So that was one from my clients. And then from my close family and friends, it was fun, positive, funny, energetic, dynamic, genuine, kind. But then I put something like to help people be stress-free, comfortable, and relaxed so they can be present having fun and enjoying the moments. That's where like you work through from the adjectives to what does this mean to you to what is your purpose. And ultimately, I was like, wow, that is really what I want to do always in life. Um, I was at a conference in Palm Springs a couple weeks ago, a month ago, called Alt Summit. Mm -hmm. and I was sitting in a copywriting workshop. And it was interesting because they did this great little exercise where you sat with a stranger and they were talking about actually writing your about page. And she said, talk to the other person. And the other person's going to take notes on kind of what they heard. And as I'm, and she's like, talk about who you are. I can't remember the exact questions, um, but it was kind of exact. Answer these questions to a stranger. And then the stranger would write down what they heard. And my person that I was with looks and goes, it sounds like you just want to make people feel comfortable on their adventures and in life. And I was like, that that's it. Like, mm. I want to just be happy. And then it's funny how I've been writing at the bottom of my 
just every time I've been doing these processes, the sentence, I just want to make people feel good, keeps coming up. It's very basic. It's very simple. But then I'm like, doesn't everybody? Like, that's my problem is then I go into, well, doesn't everybody make people stress-free, comfortable, and relaxed so they can be present and have fun and enjoy the moments on their wedding day? Like, isn't that every photographer? I don't think so. No, I, I don't think, it, unfortunately, it's not. Na- I mean, I don't think it's natural for many humans, myself included, certainly at times, to to be thinking so much about helping the other person feel good versus how can I make myself feel good, Right. So mm-hmm. it takes it takes putting our ego and our self aside in order to give that kind of dedication, that kind of focus to helping somebody else feel comfortable, whether it's in front of the camera or otherwise. So I don't think that that's actually natural per se. And, and I'm, I can almost 100% say that's not the norm for every photographer, maybe even many photographers. Um, so the fact that that's a gift, and I, I've known you for years, so I know that's your heart. Um, I think that is something that you could absolutely run on. I'm taking notes here as we're, as we're talking. I mean, you could literally, you could do something as simple as saying Tampa's kindest wedding photographer. <laughs> and it sounds funny, but here's the thing. First of all, nobody else, it, these even outside of these markets, these two markets, is saying anything like that. Yeah. It, it, you set the bar really high. Because now you've got to make sure that that whole experience, everything from the pictures or the picture of you on your website to the images of your clients who are feeling comfortable and relaxed and they're laughing and they're smiling, like there's genuine happiness there, the copy, and then ultimately the experience that you provide to that client, you're going to have to like raise the bar. And again, it, it really comes natural for you, so this shouldn't be too challenging, but everything would, would back up this idea of you being the kindest wedding photographer and and it, again, it seems simplistic, but it's a unique position and it's a reflection of who you are on a deep level. And that ultimately sums up the experience that you provide. Yeah, destination wedding, sure. But they're going to be searching for a wedding photographer in those markets, whether you say destination or not. And if they are going to feel comfortable in front of the camera, that's what's going to be most important to them. I, I think you've done the job of communicating with just as simple a line as that. Is that niching enough? Okay, so two questions. One, is that niching down enough to my market? Like, you know, when what, everyone's... In what way would you need to niche down more than that? I mean, it's a good question. So I'm curious what you mean by that. Well, I feel like that can be all of... I feel like I have to throw in the destination and elegant because that's the one... Okay, so twofold. So that's like, I feel like I have to throw in the destination and elegant aspect to niche my market down and reach a broader or reach a more exact clientele okay when you say elegant i'm also high end okay so I threw elegant in last night just because i was like i need something to show that it's a little bit more high end like i'm nice and i'm kind but i ain't cheap <laughs> well but here's the thing why do you have to say that you're elegant why do you have to say that you're high end your prices are going to speak to that that's true and your images are going to are going to reflect that idea and the problem is elegant and high end these are phrases or words that are thrown around like crazy by photographers so now yeah. you just sounding like everybody else true so then okay so that's one question the other is when you actually do look at some of my favorite images yeah uh this might not be so these pictures have not been changed out yet i haven't figured out how to do that that's my question for today for the website person let's actually go to the very top of the page and and by the way for everybody listening in i know we're kind of jumping around here but but i'd like this kind of organic style conversation and hopefully it'll add a lot of context to this conversation about how to go about ultimately landing on a position statement but part of having um, making sure that that we're communicating not only a brand position succinctly distinctly very quickly efficiently um, part of part of that process then is having imagery that backs up the message 
And so we have to think about not only imagery, but the placement of that imagery. One of the things I noticed earlier, Andreka, maybe you're getting ready to, to address this still, but that header image at the top, I'm looking at this now for everybody listening in. The header image, I can only see maybe half the image. You have to scroll down in order to see it. Is that something that's going to be fixed? I hope so. That's one of my questions I have for Karen is to, as I move the screen, have it adjust to size. Because right now it's not adjusting as I move the screen to different sizes. So responsive design, yeah. Yeah. Because um, it's going to be important that, that they can see, well, two things. One, at least one header image um, that that is an accurate reflection of whatever the, the position statement is that you land on. They need to be, they need to be mirrors of each other, if you will, but you need to be able to see that message and you need to be able to see the image above the fold, i.e. without oh, having image, to scroll. The image and the words have to be above fold. Correct. Yeah. Because that's the first right. thing that client's going to see. So yes, you can make an impact with imagery, by the way, you know, just because we spend so much time talking about copy and ultimately the position statement doesn't minimize the significance of the imagery, but the imagery needs to back up, uh, support the message. I'm looking at a picture right now, beautiful image, by the way, um, sparklers, the couple's leaving, they're kissing. It's, it's a pretty image. I don't know if that necessarily best represents the kind of the direction that you're going right now with the brand message. So you want to make sure it accurately reflects that. And it's not just a pretty picture because there are a lot of websites with a lot of pretty pictures and this is a pretty picture, but the question is, does it back up or support that, that position statement? So that brings me to my second point, my second point. So I would say I'd be like, honestly, if I could really just be as simple as it could be, I would want to be like St. Pete's funnest photographer. Like, even though I know funnest isn't a word, but, but but you're doing it ironically, which I think makes it fun. So I I, I, I could go with that. Because I feel like I'm, I don't, I actually, the, the idea of being kind and putting that out as my blind or as my brand and all the position statements actually gives me anxiety because I'm like, ooh, that makes people think I'm always kind. Like As opposed to? I mean, you know, we all have our moments. <laughs> and you want kind. people to know that you're not kind sometimes? No, but I want people to know that I'm human. Okay, fair. So you like the idea of playing on on fun then? I do. Oh, well, and here's my, so I've got, in fact, it's funny. When I was doing my original site, Karen read what I wrote and she threw up as my words, fun and relaxed. And I was like, oh, but my, my thought was that doesn't sound high end elegant enough. Like, does that feed to the person I'm supposed to be feeding to? So when I look at this picture, I do see fun. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the bridal party in the background looks like they're having a fun time. The bride it's and groom. Fun and the- romantic at the same time. So then this is the issue I come across. Some of my favorite photos, like this one, yeah, fun, which is why I threw this one in specifically because I was, again, trying to think about what my brand is and I wanted something fun. But these pictures, like this one is one of my favorite photos and it's beautiful to me, but it doesn't feed the brand, but it really is what I want to do. Like, I love that photo. Which one are you pointing to right now? Oh, sorry, this one. Okay, so, and by the way, for everybody listening in, I'm looking at a, a triptych. Yeah. So three images, the one on the left is a wedding portrait, staged, beautiful, gorgeous lighting. Um, the middle one is, I think, from an engagement session, and then there's family a portrait mm-hmm. over on the right-hand side. Okay, so I know, again, we're jumping around here, but you, you mentioned to me earlier before we started recording, Andreka, that you've, you, you're trying to include the other work that you do, the branding work, in this case, the family portrait work. I feel like I'm kind of getting lost as I'm just scrolling down this page because there's so much going on. We've got the the different genres or services that you offer. Um, We also have at least two different markets. So 
when you go, I guess we didn't click all the way over. So when you go here, most people I'm assuming are going to go here and they're going to either pick nor I'm a Northern Michigan bride or I'm a Northern Michigan family portrait person. Okay. So in for, again, for everybody listening in, we're scrolling down the page after we go past that copy, that kind of about the brand copy, uh, then it says Northern Michigan photography. And there's two buttons, one that says weddings, another that says portraits. There's a bit of descriptive text there with an image. And then the same thing that's uh, for Florida photography, scroll further down, Florida photography, descriptive text, weddings and portraits and an image to go with it. And then brand. And the brand I'm not sure what brand is doing. Brand might actually just be a drop down and I might not even have it on the main. I haven't decided what I'm doing with a brand yet. So we don't really have to discuss brand stuff much yet. Okay. Well, and, and, I know that my approach is, is a bit simplistic, but when we talk about creating a distinct brand position, part of what we're talking about really in the end is just making sure that we represent a particular idea in the mind of a potential client. So if we're giving them too much to consume all at once, it's going to potentially confuse their subconscious effort at, at, at understanding what it is that we represent. So I land on this homepage and there's so much going on. There's two different markets and there's like three or four different genres. And I don't know what to make of it. Again, I'm playing dumb, but I don't know what to make of it. Whereas, or in contrast to the possibility that maybe just on one, first of all, you would, you would be focused on wedding photography. If that really is generating the majority of your revenue. It's not that you can't shoot the other stuff, but what is it that you're marketing? What is the specialty? What is the specialty that you represent ultimately? I would, A, I would focus on that. Secondly, talk to Karen. And by the way, we, we keep talking about Karen. Karen Julia was on the Boca podcast back in episode 243 talking about SEO. We'll link to that in the show notes for anybody who's curious. But talk to Karen about the possibility of creating separate pages for the different markets versus trying to communicate that all in one page. Oh, you're smiling and showing me just that, it looks like. So that's, a, and this is actually, you're the one who started this concept. I guess we never got to this before we started in the call. So I have my main page, which is what we're looking at right now. But then most people, hopefully the goal is, and I think we discussed this again years ago, and I'm finally getting around to it. It takes a pandemic for me to sit down and actually get my website done. <laughs> so years ago, I have my main page, which people are just going to randomly come across, or if they're going to Google on Drake of photography, this will show up. But all of my SEO and marketing purposes are going to be towards the side, the side, the secondary pages. Okay. Which will be like if someone goes to Florida Photography and clicks on weddings, yeah. they're going to land on they're going to land on this, which is the Florida page, which is an exact replica almost of the main page, but it's all Florida. It's Florida images. It's basic. It's going to be very similar. It's just got Florida elopements because it's just weddings and weddings. And then it's going to go to blogs and the blogs are just going to be Florida blogs, but it'll take you to the actual blog and then packages and pricing again, all Florida images and then the testimonials. Now, do you, do you feel like you're putting up too broad a net when you're saying just Florida weddings versus focusing on Tampa, for example? I don't know. I was thinking about that too, actually. Because that you're, you're, if we did a Google search, you'd probably find something like 10x the number of photographers that come up in the results if you search Florida wedding photographer versus Tampa wedding photographer. Um, I, again, when we're talking about brand position statement and then ultimately SEO, specificity can really, really make a big difference in the success that you see or the potential success that you see. The more specific, the better. So I would actually make a suggestion, which would be to focus on I mean, you could say St. Pete's. St. Pete's a little bit smaller market, I think, than Tampa. You and that's where I kind of that's where I kind of 
boyish walk. Cause I was thinking that same thing as I was writing this yesterday was Florida's too broad because I'm actually St. Pete, Tampa, Sarasota. Those are my three markets, but Tampa Bay incorporates St. Pete, but I don't know how many people know that. And I'm definitely more St. Pete based, but in that is also Tampa. So a lot of the markets are the same people who do St. Pete do Tampa because it's 20 minutes apart. And th- so that's where it's hard to tell. And therein might be some some conversation that you have with Karen too. She might be able to help you do some of that research a little bit more effectively, looking at the searches. Florida just looks prettier. <laughs> <laughs> Potentially, yes, but ultimately we want specificity because you know, I mean, do you yeah. want to, do you really want to go you know six hours a six hour drive to, to go shoot a wedding somewhere, or do you want to photograph in this particular market? And maybe you're okay with the idea of driving, but really what's most important is how are you going to get the most results? How are you ultimately going to be able to book the most clients? And if you focus in on a particular market, um, as long as it's not oversaturated and you've got a good strategy for coming up in the search rankings, you're, you're going to be in a better place because you have less yeah. competition in a smaller market than the, you know, the whole state of Florida. Um, the I other thing too agree. is you were talking about weddings and portraits. How, what percentage currently not what you want, but currently of your revenue is generated by weddings versus portraits. I would say like 80% weddings, 10, 12% portraits. You know, now that I think about it, maybe it's even 75% weddings, 15% portraits, and maybe five, 10% branding. But I, but uh, yeah, but I want to support both. I, that's the thing too, is I question if I need the whole portrait page or if I could just do one portrait page. Karen was the one that was like, you should do one for Michigan and one for Florida. 100%. And do the SEO searches for them so they all go that way. 100%. So if someone searches Northern Michigan wedding family photographer, they're going to end up on a page similar to that Florida page, only portrait based. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's really important because you are playing in multiple markets. And I know this is not the, 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 I guess, norm for most of our listeners. You're usually playing in one particular market. You're playing in multiple markets. So having separate pages for portrait, you know, Tampa portraits, uh, Northern Michigan portraits, and even saying Northern Michigan is kind of broad. Um, if you can get even more specific there, again, some research on the SEO side might be helpful in that regard. But nonetheless, having dedicated wedding and portrait pages for each of those markets would be really important. I think the position statement, just to kind of bring it back a little bit, I mean, to say that, and actually on those individual pages, even you could say Tampa's funnest portrait photographer, Tampa's funnest wedding photographer. Um, Northern- it's funnest high-end enough. It doesn't matter. I should let that go. I don't think, yeah, I don't think you should put so much. I mean, it's, are you running on the position of being expensive or are you running on the position of being fun? I'm fun, but I like, I want my couples to kind of be, I mean, I'm shooting in high end locations. It's definitely more boutique type service. And that's fine. You can, you could potentially show that in the imagery. Um, and, and then of course, if you're actually shooting high end weddings and high end, I mean, that's a whole topic in and of itself. But if you look at the way the market breaks down, truly high end weddings, the majority of those are going to come either via referrals from previous clients and probably even more commonly, if, especially if it's truly high end, uh, from a a coordinator event planner. So you're not, you know, you're not going to not book somebody because you didn't specifically speak to the fact that you're high end. Those really clients are going to be booking you anyway. So I don't, I don't know that that's that important. What we're trying to talk about here is they, they want to know what unique experience they're going to have with you. And if the emphasis here is on fun, um, then again, the, fun and relaxed, which is so funny that maybe that's what I need to go back to originally. 
I, I mean, I think there's, again, just doing market research, there's obviously an opportunity with the messaging to be distinct because nobody else is talking about this um, in those yeah. markets. So, you know, check, check that box off. It's certainly a reflection of who you are at a deeper level, which is really important. We've talked about these on these episodes before. If you're creating a brand position, make sure it is actually a reflection of who you are at a deeper level. When I say who you are, a reflection of your values, the things that you find most fulfilling that create the, the most amount of happiness in your life. If you're building a brand around those ideas, it's going to be sustainable, less likely to get burnout. You'll actually enjoy getting up every day doing this thing. And hopefully part of what you're doing with this business is focused on serving others, which ultimately um, also encourages a, a certain energy level when it comes to running that business, right? You know that you're going to make a big difference in the life of the person that you're coming in contact with. Um, that that's really, really important too. It seems like speaking to the actual phrase, um, being still the question at this point, but speaking to the significance of a fun experience that you provide that in those markets is important. Um, and seems to be a really wonderful reflection of who you are. So is the phrase just as simple, like, or so are you saying that like right above here would be, so we're looking right now at at this, the, the, the text underneath the header image and in slightly smaller font, you say making your elegant destination wedding feel like home. And then in big font, Florida wedding photography. And then smaller font, similar to, to the first line, Andreka photography. First of all, you already have Andreka photography in, in the logo. Um, I'm not sure if that's necessary. Putting Florida wedding photography in big text, I'm not sure why, why you would do that versus just let's take all of this away and just say simply in that same big font, um, you know, Tampa's funnest wedding photographer. Now, it, it's a big position statement to make because you have to, you truly have to back it up with the imagery. Every single image on that site has oh, got to be. And see, that's where, like, I love this photo, but it doesn't look fun. <laughs> it's a beautiful it, portrait. It's literally, my top one of my top five photos I've ever taken. Top like, five, like, that you love the most? That I love the most, that I want to take more of. Like this couple is my ideal couple. This wedding was incredible and gorgeous. Like everything about this is my, one of my ideal couples and my ideal images. I have fun photos of them too, but I love the like, this pulls me in. It's beauty. It's soft. It's all the things that aren't fun. And and to be clear, and, and for everybody listening in too, having a position statement doesn't mean that you don't photograph anything else or that you don't enjoy any other type of thing that is outside the description of the position statement. We're simply trying to land on one thing that your brand is going to represent most distinctly in the mind of that potential client. Uh, So maybe it's the comfort aspect I go as opposed to fun. Okay. So if you go with comfort, let's just say, for example, if, if I don't know what word you would use there. And yeah, and we we can even play around in the uh, thesaurus a little bit, but if you go with comfort, what, what does that actually look like? So every picture that you're going to put on the site, everybody is just kind of this slightly subdued, really chill. Is that, is that the imagery that you want to portray representing your brand all of the time? Is that going to be the most? Oh, see, that's not what I think of comfort. I think of comfortable, like being comfortable in front of the camera means you can do anything and everything. Like this couple looks comfortable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they do. And they look comfortable. And they look comfortable. Yeah, we're scrolling down and looking at some of the pictures on this particular page that, that Andreka is sharing with me. All of these me. people really look natural and comfortable, but that's not also that interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and as I know you, yes, it's, it's easy to be comfortable around you, but the, the, the idea of being a fun personality is, is 
I think a, a more accurate description of you and the experience of you. I texted Mary B, a mutual friend of ours. Yeah. And I said, so what are some common phrases I have? Because that was also the one of the worksheets I did said, what are the com- some of your common phrases? And she goes, I can't think of a phrases, but just your laugh. <laughs> but that's it, right? And so is I wouldn't naturally be like, oh, that laugh, that's comfortable. That's not that that doesn't really accurately describe that element of your personality, which I think is probably the most prominent. You you do like to have fun. You're extremely effusive. And that type of experience that you provide to your client, you need to speak to that. I think I think that would actually be a really great direction to go with the, the message. Another nickname I had, which I don't know if this throws in there, is stress slayer. <laughs> I mean, it's funny how you would effectively depict that through images is like like a knife, (laughs) (laughs) like some lightsaber or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That would be a tough one to sell, I think, as as a wedding photographer. Yeah. So this is this is always where I come to my dilemma is like, I like the idea of putting fun, but my pictures aren't showing fun. But you don't think that you have, I mean, the years and years that you photograph now that you couldn't pour. They're not pour. my favorites. I don't like them. And like, it's funny because I went through my site and I was picking like, someone had suggested I do like one of this, one of this, one of this, one of this. And, you know, they say, put on your site the pictures you want to take more of. And these are the, these photos I just showed you right now are my, my favorite photos. Like Florida was pretty easy. I don't have a lot of photos to choose from as much as I do for Michigan, but I love all of these photos and they're not necessarily showing that. So that's kind of my dilemmas. I'm a walking dichotomy. (laughs) Like (laughs) I love having people be all these different things and make them comfortable to be all these different things. And that's fine. Again, just because you come up with a position statement doesn't mean you can't be those other things. We're just giving them one thing to latch onto because they don't have time to process the 68 different things that you love and that you're excited about and that you want to show them. Give them something, give them one main thing to latch onto. That's part of the goal behind even establishing a brand position statement is yes, we love things, a variety of things. We, we potentially offer different services, what we're trying to do is give them one thing to focus on. So they remember you for when they say Andreka photography. Oh, that, Oh, isn't that the girl that does like, she is so much fun. If you go to her site, like all these images, they're so much fun. Everybody's just having one big party. And I talked to my friend the other day and, and they were like, Oh my word. I, I just, Andreka just photographed me. And it was so much fun. I was totally chill. I was worried about going to the session. And I got there in front of the camera and she kept it really lighthearted. It was really fun. I, I didn't realize how relaxed I actually could be in front of the camera because she, she just made it so easy. This is, this is the kind of conversation you want them to have about you. Um, right. and, and they're able to do that because you've created, it, it's not just about the message. The experience has to back up the message or vice versa, but you've created this overall experience and message. Ultimately, that is about this one thing. They can latch on to that. They're going to, they'll use other words to describe you and they're going to hire you maybe to shoot portraits after the wedding. That's fine, but give them one big idea to latch onto and build the whole brand around that. It'll make it a lot easier for you to stand out in their minds. And I love that. But then it comes down to, I don't want to put those fun photos on my main page. I'll put them mixed in. But like, again, my favorite pages don't look fun. So is that really bad? Like, is it bad that I use these photos for fun? There's, there's a, it's not the same conversation. The conversation okay. of what is my favorite thing 
and what will most resonate with the client. Uh, it's not, I should say it's not necessarily the same conversation. If, if the two can be one and the same, awesome. But you have, to, you have to pick something at some point. I know you like this thing and you like that thing, but you've got to pick one to run on if you're going to effectively build a strong <laughs> position statement. I know, but I, I, that's, that's my dilemma with this is that when, especially when it comes to the Florida pictures, these are the Florida pictures that I want to, they're going to look at the photos first. The fun photos aren't going to grab like these will. They're just not as good. They're not as strong. They're not as impactful. They're, they're, you're saying they're not as good, but again, how is that because you don't think they're as good or because the client doesn't think they're as good They're You have to remember. I don't have a any of them they're not yeah like i mean this is this black and white of the couple laughing at the ceremony that is my best florida fun photo and it stands out like because that's one of the only ones i can think of that's truly like that and i mean that beautifully sums up i think the 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 idea of simplicity or i'm sorry not the simplicity but of of fun it very simply portrays that right i mean you could literally have that picture right there and say Tampa's funnest wedding photographer. And you, you would have done a brilliant job of not only capturing people's attention with that image because it is so fun, but also you're communic- you're reemphasizing that, that uh, perception of you, your ability as a photographer with the message. So now the two work together and I wish for everybody listening in, I could actually show you the image that we're looking at because it, it really depicts this beautifully. But if you, if you went with that and that's the first thing they see immediately, You've created distinction in their mind. You've got the message, the image to back it up. And remember, all you need for a, for a website, like I think maybe photographers forget too that like they don't need 200 pictures, pretty pictures on their website. You need maybe 20, if that, right. um, throughout right. the, you know, whatever, three, four, five pages, just a few great images that back up the idea. And you can't tell me that over however many years you've been shooting now that you can't pull 15 or 20 images where... You, you're depicting the idea of fun effectively. I mean, there's, I know you're going to have probably 10 X that many. Um, all you need is like 15 of them. No, I need 15 for Michigan, 15 for Florida. No, not necessarily. I mean, yeah, I understand like if, if you're going to have Florida wedding photography, likely you're going to depict, you know, it's going to be a beach scene or something to that effect. But if, if, for example, this particular image here, I don't, I don't, I mean, I'm looking at that and I can kind of sort of tell they're on a beach, but depending on the way that the image is framed, it doesn't necessarily have to be taken in Florida, does it? Or is that dishonest? Maybe that's a little dishonest. I don't know. That's what I was wondering too. I actually had that thought. I was like, am I allowed to put like a different beach in Florida on Florida? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm very particular about, about honesty. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe you have to actually back it up. But it, Despite that, it, let's just say, for example, that you have that one Tampa wedding photography page. What are you going to need for that page? Five images and maybe yeah. another couple from, again, as long as you've been photographing, even there, I know you're relatively new in comparison to Michigan, you're relatively new to the Florida market, but you've, you photographed there enough. You could probably pull a few. I do have the same picture with her smiling. There you go. <laughs> Not fun, but Nice. So I guess, I guess just to kind of bring the conversation around, for, for everybody listening in, uh, I know that you heard us kind of jump around all over the place, but the, the theme that you're hearing here, one is is a simplicity of focus, right? We're not, we, we are all varied human beings. I hope so. We'd be pretty boring if we weren't. So we have different interests. We have different preferences. We like this genre. We like that genre. We like this particular style. We like that feeling. 
I'm not suggesting that we minimize those things. We're just simplifying and ultimately enabling the client to focus on one idea and making sure that everything on the site, the messaging and the imagery all is supporting that one big idea, which by the way, as, as I said earlier, should be communicated above the fold in just three or four or five words, a really simple phrase that's easy for them to consume in just a couple of seconds. So they see the picture, they see the message, boom. And then you just continue to support that throughout the site. But we want to focus it in. And um, I don't know, I, th- I think that you're you're moving in a really great direction at this point, Andreka. Yeah. Specificity to the market is going to be really important. I still think instead of going broad with Florida, I would go specific to a city, maybe two. And if you're going to do a couple cities, if you're going to do St. Pete and Tampa, create two separate pages for that. Again, for the sake of SEO and and, um, searchability for Northern Michigan, again, is that too broad? The little bit of SEO research there, maybe with Karen's help, and you could decide on a couple of specific markets and create separate pages for each of those for searchability, for the sake of SEO. And then throughout that, whatever the message ends up being, something around the the, the realm of comfort, fun. I, I like the, the idea of running with the funnest wedding photographer. Can I put fun parenthesis est? <laughs> sure, sure. Why not? Why not? Yeah. But nonetheless, running that message consistently throughout all the pages would be great because now your brand, your brand is represented by the single singular idea, the images that back it up. You could do that, but creating distinct pages for each of those markets for the sake of SEO, I, I would highly recommend. And then when you do that, the other suggestion I would make, again, it's so that you're not giving the client too much con- to consume when they land on your homepage, I, I, would, I would get rid of, for the time being anyway, focus on wedding photography, number one. And the actual navigation on that homepage would be an image, the message to go with it. It could be from Michigan, it could be from Florida. And then maybe right underneath that navigation to Tampa, uh, St. Pete, whatever Michigan markets. And at the most, maybe another image underneath that with a little bit of descriptive text for SEO. But keep it really simple. Right now, there's so much going on on that homepage, that tentative homepage that you were showing me. Um, that I, I think it's complicating and kind of convoluting the process. And they're, they're having to try to juggle the fact that you're a wedding photographer and a brand photographer and a portrait photographer. Ultimately, you want them focusing on one particular thing. And if you do want to still tap into the portrait market or the brand market, do that, but create dedicated pages for that, again, for the sake of searchability. That makes sense. And that's what I think I'm working Like that main page, I'm hoping, ideal situation, no one ever really goes to that main page. Ideal situation, everybody goes straight to the Florida page, the Florida wedding, the Florida portrait, the Michigan wedding, the Michigan portrait, the brand. Like ideally, I'll get all my SEO in line and all the search and I'll like, if I'm listed on a vendor list in Michigan, they'll get the Michigan link. If I'm listed on the Florida vendor list, they'll get the Florida link. That's kind of my thought. Food for thought, more food for thought, food right? That's that's what you needed. <laughs> well, and I hope it's been great food for thought for our listeners too. Um, thanks everybody for listening in. Andreka, just really quick, remind our listeners where they can find your website. By the time they listen to this, it may be an updated version of your website, uh, but your website and, and social media as well. Uh, you can find me at Andreka Photography. My name is spelled A-N-D-R-E-J-K-A photography.com is the website and the Instagram's the same Andreka photography. Andrea spelled weird with a JK thrown in the middle. <laughs> Perfect. And we'll put this in the show notes at Boca B O K E H podcast.com. Thanks everybody for listening in. Thank you. Nathan. Have a wonderful day. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to the Boca podcast. Will you let us know what you thought by leaving a review of the podcast in the Apple podcast app? 
And I'd love to hear from you personally with your thoughts about the podcast and suggestions about future topics and guests for the show. My email is nathan at photographersedit.com. The Book of Podcast is brought to you by Milu, the simplest way for photographers and coordinators to collaborate on shot lists and timelines for weddings, parties, and other amazing events. Visit Milu, M-I-I-L-U.com. This podcast is also brought to you by Photographer's Edit, custom image editing for the professional photographer. Visit photographersedit.com.